Hello and welcome to the CDO Magazine interview series. I'm Chris Galligan with Centra Consulting. I'm here today with Jude Schramm, uh, CIO of Fifth Third Bank. Um, and we're going to talk about the world of data uh, at the bank and, and Jude's perspective on that. So um, thanks for joining me today, Jude. I appreciate it. How have you enabled the organization to not um, get too wide with the technology lens and sort of find the right tools that fit your needs and the bank's, you know, strategy and objectives um, yeah. and, and then, you know, aligning those together. Yeah, that's a good question. I, I, uh, I don't know if my answer is perfect. We're doing the best we can, but the way, the way we've tried to think about it is uh, we have an enterprise data office, right. That, that our chief data officer runs that really is responsible for thinking about uh, really everything from kind of data creation and consumption to storage and delivery. Right. And so that that group of ours really partners with all of our business units to really understand the needs of the employees that are utilizing the data for a very variety of different reasons. Right. Whether that's the, the normal everyday consumer in, in our in our line of business to our data sciences group, that's looking at a little more of the advanced capabilities of how we would utilize data for some of the insights we talked about earlier for product development, for marketing, for um, a, lot, a lot of different, you know, kind of what we call advanced the bank capabilities. So the, the the enterprise data office is really the core for looking at what are the technologies and tools that we want to introduce into the bank to enable different business use cases, right? Um, and they have a whole wider variety of products that they're using, but they're also um, the group that's experimenting with different tools for us. So they're always looking at kind of what's on the horizon and what's the pace that we really should consider you know, swapping out technology, if you will, because, you know, in the old days, swapping out technology wasn't easy. It's obviously much easier today because you're, you're able to decouple it so far. So th that group's really responsible for, I think, at the core. And then uh, I mentioned our data sciences group, and we have a data sciences organization that's really looking at advanced uses of data around modeling, around, um, you know, a kind of a early, early stage artificial intelligence, looking at how we're really taking the data to utilize it for advanced business cases. And these are much fewer in example, right? This isn't the broad business analytics stuff. This is very intentional use cases, problem solving of some hard things that we try to do. So that group um, is really the group that we ask to really drive some thought around how we utilize data for advanced purposes of the bank. But it's again, it's, it's a smaller set of use cases. So that's how we, I think try to advance forward, but in a more controlled, smaller fashion. And then I think the last one, as I would say, is uh, it, it started out as you know an early, highly experimental look at artificial intelligence. But that group's now looking at how can we, you know, kind of successfully and safely introduce more advanced generative AI type concepts into the bank. And you know, we're looking at our messaging platform, and we're looking at uh, ways that we're doing other aspects of, of of the company that you would, you know, pretty much be able to very much automate with generative AI that you really would have a hard time doing without. And so they're starting to now look at, I'd call it the bleeding edge of, you know, where's banking going with AI and where do we want to be in that context of, of do we want to be a, a fast follower? Do we want to be a leader? How do we, how do we take advantage of what's there and understand that the pace that we can go is going to be limited somewhat by the, the nature of being in banking, but yet, you know, there's probably places where we can push and, and make advances. And, and for a bank of our size, um, you know, we're a, we're a top 12 bank in the country. 
um, we believe there's a lot of use cases for us that we want to continue to experiment and then learn how to safely bring it in the environment. So the point being, like, we have some very targeted organizations that are really defined around very specific uses and use cases of data. And so we try to, to leverage those organizations to really help kind of keep control of how we think about introducing technology and the use of it in those different use cases and across the bank. Sure. You mentioned using, you know, AI for very targeted use cases to help the business with, you know, things that are complex problems. But if you think about, you know, when I talk to a lot of my customers, the, the debate of self-service BI and being able to put more data in the hands of business users where they're not relying on IT to, you know, uh, create reports and analytics for them. From, from your perspective, philosophically, where do you guys stand on that in terms of sort of the yeah. self-service BI and putting data into the hands of the users that need it? Yeah, yeah we're, we're in a very significant transition to self-service. We have traditionally been a shop uh, that IT really had to do the majority of the work for business intelligence, data analytics, that kind of stuff. Um, we have been investing pretty, pretty significantly in kind of re realigning the organization around self-service. So we've brought in technology. We've actually had our enterprise data team um, kind of exporting some of their leadership talent into our lines of business organizations to help bring the capability into the business teams for doing self-service. And, and so now we're, we're really standing at the technology and going through a, a pretty big phase of, of transitioning and educating and trying to help enable and empower the business to really take advantage of the tools that are available today um, in-house that have come from the marketplace to do self-service. I think for us, our goal is to really think about how do we make sure that the data is good? We have good, solid practices around data management, around data quality, around data use and data consumption and data, data readiness for analysis. But then when it comes time to actually do the analysis, empowering the business to do it on top of a you know, a layer of technology that's really taken out of, uh, taking the complexity out of data and making it easier for them to consume it safely and knowing that the results that they're getting are going to be reliable and accurate. And so that's where we've really tried to separate it so that the business can do more self-service and, and us be less in that game, to be honest with you. Sure. And you mentioned a lot of the things that I know present challenges, data quality and, you know, data governance. What, what have been the biggest challenges for you as you've if, as you've started to shift more of that centralized from that centralized model to the self-service model? Yeah, honestly, the, I think the biggest challenge for us has been um, getting the, 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 the employees in the business units like comfortable doing it. They've been they've been used to, to basically having to create these as projects and working with IT and and giving requirements and us building objects and universes and reports and them consuming it to now giving them the freedom to be able to do it is a, it's a big shift. And it's one that we're early on in, but it's one that's a, it's a big education heavy lift and there will, it will pay dividends down the road, but it's probably the, the biggest uh, focus we have. I think by far uh, the next biggest is making sure that there's trustworthy, reliable data Right, data quality is obviously a big a big thing for us, um, but we've been working on that one for a handful of years, and I think our our organizations have, have done a really good job of, you know, really getting solid uh, focus around master data management and understanding how we we architect 
the, the data layers of the company so that the systems bringing it in are reliable. But, you know, that's the heavy lift in terms of getting to the point of starting self-service. We're three years into that journey and now we're into the kind of empowerment phase. And that's, that's going to be the, the, the big one for us now. Fair. And, and I know historically, you know, the business would, would most likely be defining, hey, this is what we want to do. This is the direction we want to go. These are the products we want to offer. Have you seen a pivot at all where the data is starting to tell them where they should go? Um, and they're yeah. leaning on that more as their, as their sort of North Star versus the other way around? Yeah, it's a good, it's a good point. I, mean, I, I really think that we're every day getting better at letting data start to create more of the insight to where we should be taking product strategy, business strategy. Yeah, it's, it's something we we have a lot of really great leaders with a lot of great experience and you, you got guys who are always going to be good at, I think, understanding where the market's going and, and, and you never want to supplant that. Right. But I do see more and more um, in just the, the strategy meetings that I'm in all the time where we're really looking at the data and the analysis that says, this is where we are and this is where we need to be going, or this is where the, the data that's coming back from our market intelligence is telling us. And sometimes it's counterintuitive to what we would think, um, but we're, we're starting to experiment and go with it um, because you, you do get different insights, right? You, you start to learn things because man, you, you can start to slice and dice data in a bunch of different ways to get a bunch of different insights into demographics, whether it's you know about different regions in our footprint or different uh, demographics of our, our customer base that they really make you rethink and pivot some of your strategy. And we just had some examples of that today where we we were marketing after a pretty big group of our footprint, only have all the data come back and tell us that we really were kind of focused too narrowly and not on the broader group from our marketing campaigns. And so we're we're going to immediately start adjusting based on the data coming back from the field that we're getting. And so it's going to, instead of staying down the same path, which maybe we might have done, you know, in the past, our marketing leader, who's just a phenomenal leader with a, a ton of belief in the power of data is saying, hey, we, we've got to make a pivot because the data is telling us that this is an opportunity that we're leaving on the table in terms of reaching customers and, and giving them more of what they want. Sure. So, yeah, we see it every day. Well, certainly exciting times. I know you guys are, uh, you know, in a wonderful spot and growing uh, consistently. And it's been, uh, it's been a pleasure talking with you. So thank you, Jude Schramm, uh, for joining me. Uh, you can visit cdomagazine.tech for additional interviews. Um, and thanks again. Appreciate it. Great. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate your time.